Hello, listeners. Uh, it's Gabriel here in the edit bay. Um, just a few points of order before we jump into the show. First one is we're on iTunes now. They let us on iTunes. So please, please, if you can, uh, review Bomb Us. Give us as many one-star reviews as you can. Uh, call us cucks. Uh, share us to Reddit and 9gag with the caption uh, SJWs triggered by N- N- Trevor Noah. Uh, just generally try and start fights on our behalf with uh, all the most unhinged and vitriolic people on the internet. Uh, and that will hopefully drive our engagement up enough that we can get a bit of a wider audience. Uh, second point of order, this week we reviewed Jack Whitehall at large, uh, which is Jack Whitehall's comedy special at large, uh, which is called that, and uh, it's the first one we've ever done that there is no torrents for on the internet anywhere. Nobody has tried to upload that anywhere. I don't know if you can hear that. That's I don't know what that is. It's a, I think a big fly lives in my ceiling or something and it it eats the uh copper from the wires but it lives up there so if you can hear that sorry oh it's gone to sleep uh good yeah uh so no torrents anywhere on the internet for jack whitehall's at large so uh unfortunately all the little cut in clips i normally do i've had to sort of cobble together from one one minute clip on youtube about Prince Harry, so apologies if that gets a bit repetitive. Uh, And the last thing is, we're trying to get advertisers on the show to, you know, get a little little bit of uh, the old pocket money. Uh, You know, a little couple of little nice treats for us. So, in a couple of places where it feels uh, natural, I'm just going to pop in a little ad, a little example ad for if advertisers listening to the show, they can hear the sort of stuff we could offer them. So, uh, with all that in mind, uh, let's hit let's hit the let's hit the fucking uh, charge meter and blow blow it up. H- hit it! All right. Hey, you're on TV. Hey, smile, you're on TV. Are we? We're on TV. We're on... What? Where? Well, we're on the radio. No, no, what, am I being, am I on the internet? Am I being memed? You're on the internet right now. (laughs) Am I being memed? Can you imagine that? Even as we speak, you're on the internet. Who knows what's happening in there? It's like Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rob, how come that movie wasn't called Ralph Wrecks the Internet? What? What the, what the fuck? What's going on? Because that... Yeah. The first movie was called Wreck It Ralph. Yes, it was. The second movie goes in the internet. Well, Ralph breaks the internet. What? Do Do you think that they should have retroactively gone back and changed it to Break It Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> no. It should be like the lamest title ever. Break It Ralph. In Lidl, they are selling a. 59p film called Break It Ralph. Break It. Which, break It. Yeah. Which is Wreck It Ralph, but sort of reacted and sort of, yeah. It's called Break It Rolf. 
yeah, break it roll, and they've yeah. got finger puppets to yes. do all the characters. And the fingers are on Rolf Harris's hands, but you'd never find that out until you read the credits, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it, it's like, Does it's Rolf po- Harris turn out to be a pedo, or is that someone else? It's just, That's what you think when you read that. It's just a po- two-hour pull-back-and-reveal joke, and the pull-back-and-reveal is that... That it was Rolf Harris, All who may or may not be a paedophile. Yes. Alright, you ready for the clap test? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Alright, here we go. Three, two, one. Cool. Wow. That was a good one, yeah. I think. It's pretty fast this week, so. Did you do, yeah, you no, had no, the finger no, on the trigger. Yeah, it's good. You think on the spot. It's... Yeah, you're yeah. great at that. Yeah, it's That's all. Why we're so good at improvising. It... What, uh, what, uh, anticipating because you heard that I was counting down that I was going to clap, and you thought you had that immediately. Thought I should also clap in order for the clap test to work, yes, which was good quick thinking. That's great critical response skills. This is what separates us from because you have to have you can't just enter a sort of podcast like this and just think we're going to be like all the other podcasts. Because there's so many other podcasts, aren't there? You have to have... There's a million. Yeah, you have to have some thought in the back of your mind that we're going to stand out. Yes, exactly. And the way we're going to stand out is by being so quick on the mark with our clap tests. Yes. That we're more well-synced than any other podcast out there. It's it's about... We're synchronised, that's... Yeah. Watch this. We're going to... We're going to... Everything we say now, we're going to say at exactly the same time. Okay, so check this out, other podcasts. Yeah. Hello, Hello. my <laughs> friend. Friends. Welcome, Welcome to, to the podcast. Prince Harry walks over, he's like, huh, Mr. Whitehall, is this your bodyguard? I was like, oh, that's so funny, yes, because he's very tall, and he's so amusing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Comedy Review Review. Hello, um, yes, we're here. Um, sorry, Gabriel, you just completely cut out. Oh, did I? Oh, no, it's fine, you're back. Hello. Hello, should we try again? Do you um, want me to try again? Sure, but Definitely I don't, we should I, try again. I don't, I'll just cut this out. I'll cut no, this out. No, you won't. No, yes, say, I will. I will do it. Don't say that. No, don't say I that. I will. Don't, I'll cut it out. You won't. I know I always leave everything in that I say I'll won't. cut out, but this time I will do it. No, you won't. Oh. Why do I, I leave swear. you in charge of the edit? What do you mean, why do you leave me in charge? You have no... You've never had any interest in doing the edit. You leave me in charge because you are a lazy man. Yeah, and this is what happens. We end up with conversations like this making it onto the podcast. It's Hello! Hi! And welcome to the Comedy Review Review! I'm Gabriel. Oh, okay. Shall we do that again? You want want one more time? Well, well, I, I, I just wanted to butt in in your intro you want to despite the fact you did the intro you do the intro the same every week i i you always caught off guard every time yes <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> i'm gonna intro the show okay i actually warned you the last time remember 
the first time we did it, I warned you. What? So the, the, I'm giving you a warning. The, okay, I'm gonna, the, the I intro the show. Noise. All right, get ready because uh, you were really quick off the mark after I give you the three second count in. So this time, yes. hopefully, you'll be able to be there in time. Okay, three, two, one. Hello. Hello! Ooh. Ooh. Oh. And welcome oh. to, to the, the show. show. Yeah. What's it called, Gabriel? My name. No, you say this is Gabriel. Yes. Hi, Gabriel. I'm Rob. All right, Rob. Hi. Uh, hi, listeners. I'm still here. Um, this is now. I don't normally say welcome to the show. Do you not? Do I say that? No. What I normally say is welcome to the comedy review review. I think we should just take one more stab at this one because I think. I wasn't expecting you to do that, and it kind of threw me off. Okay, sorry. So no, it's okay. Like I said, I'm ne- I'm just gonna roll with it this time. I'm gonna get my, my good no, it's, improviser. It's I'll be fine. fine. This is why you hang out with people like Ed Sheeran, like proper um, pe- entertainers. Yeah, entertainers. You you know how this stuff. St- you know how to the, to be the professional face of. Well, that's the yeah. We really what we need. What I'm hoping we can get hold of is just like one clean intro to the show that people will recognise now that we're on iTunes, rather than mm. just a horrible noisy mess. Yeah. See, because if yeah, if I was in charge of it, you just get something like, "Hello, welcome yeah. along to the show. The show is called the Comedy Review Review. It's me, yeah. Rob." Um, yeah, yeah, and there'd I, be sort of weird socks. Yeah guitar music in the background wouldn't there yes yeah well i'd insist of that Um, yeah do 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 and you'd be like hello you joined us i'm rob yes yeah and then you'd be like hello gabriel and i'd be like you'd be like what's that gabriel let's see what gabriel's up to this week yes (laughs) yes (laughs) So what did you make of Jack Whitehall? <laughs> you thought he was a posh bellend? Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know whether the listeners would agree. Do you know what his response was to getting called a bodyguard by the fifth in line to the throne? He went, oi oi, fuck off Ron Weasley. <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! Hello! And welcome to the Comedy Review Review! The Netflix specials show where we review the shows that are as Netflix specials with Rob... And me, Gabriel. Yes, and I'm Rob. Uh, like, and said. I'm Rob. Uh, it was that was really smooth, Gabriel. I can tell that you've. Been I've practiced that one a lot. You have. That one's the one I've been working on in my little book. I've been write, writing little little notes in my little book. Oh, do you work on different intros, like certainly yes. different ones? This one's a new one. Is it I've new? Been oh. Scribbling away, okay. hunched over with a big quill. By the lantern light. No, 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 that's, that's, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. You know, you got the, re- you wrote the reviews the wrong way round. Um, yes, I wrote it all upside down. Yes. 
should we get into reviewing the show? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, what, should I, we do? We've put we do, it. We, we've, got, we've put it we've, off for long enough. We've got a new round we'd like to test out, haven't we, Rob? Are, are, are we? Do, are we doing my round? We're doing Rob's round. Rob, do you want to introduce your round? Okay, so um, there's uh, quite an obscure show that's just started. Um, because we're because we're um, uh, now we're more established as a show. I'd like to introduce a fact that we sort of promote uh, up and coming shows. Um, sort of give them yeah. a leg up in the industry and sort of steal their yes. ideas. We're giving on the way. back, yes, giving back um, other people's ideas as our own. So um, there's it. There's this new show that is starts. Uh, started on the Radio 4 that I've just come across called Just a Minute. Uh, it's incredible. Mm. There, there's this guy, uh, Nicholas Parsons, who hosts it, who's, who's yeah. incredibly funny, has an incredibly bright future uh, in comedy. Yes, that kid uh, is really going places. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, but the, but the show, it's, it's quite a simple show. You can tell it's in its fledging years uh, uh, where the idea is that they get some people on and they have to talk for a minute about a, for a minute, yeah. a subject. So I thought we could do that with our show. We could introduce the show by doing a minute summary about, oh. about the show that we're going to review. But the thing is, you're not... And we're doing this as free advertising for just a minute. Yeah, so. I, I, I think... Yes, yeah, so so if, if you like this, it won't be as good, but you could also check out just a minute. So, good. I got one note. Well, well, this is the thing. You have to... So we have to talk for a minute. Um, well, do you want to hear my note? What? Do you know what you're doing, Gabriel? Well, I've got one note. Okay. What about the show? Do you know well, yes, you, well what, what you have to your... do is you have to make that note last a minute uh, without repetition or hesitation no, or deviation from the show. My note is, it's a note about your idea for the round. Oh, okay. So we'd, okay. Right. What is it? Uh, it's that I think, how about this, right? And, you know, stop me if this is crazy. Okay. Um, and obviously this is your sh- idea. I love it. Okay. I think it's brilliant. I think everything about it is brilliant. Uh, I think people are going to go crazy for it. Okay. I thought, right, and this is just me. I was just thinking stupid stuff. Uh, but I was just thinking. I was just playing around with it. I was thinking, what about instead of a minute, it was a second? Okay. So it's more like a teaser. Yes. Rather than the full preview. Okay. You get a little sneak peek. Of the... Of the okay. Just the... Yeah. Yes. And that... Yeah, and that way that we're we're adding our own twist on just a bit. It's just just a sec, just a second, which which is just a, a second, which is a much better name because it's an actual phrase that people use in real life, isn't it? Yeah, and everything yeah. about it is better. Yeah, it's, as well. Yes, uh, and okay, it, I'm it, so glad you like my note. Yeah, and it's desi- it's yeah. This is the thing that the people of just a minute needed to realize is that. Pe- people don't listen in minutes now they listen in seconds this is yes 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 this is what yes. the youth of today want you need... yes you get an idea for a show just a minute like great well done then think are people going to listen for a minute that's why this show is so consistently gripping and entertaining is because we know that on a second by second basis all our listeners are making the decision yes. Should I stop listening to this now? Yes. So this round of yours, just a second. Just a second, okay, yes. Let's hear it. Well, well who's going to... Uh, 
would you do as the honours of going first, Gabriel? Of talk- well, what I'd really like is, because you're in charge of this round, Okay. I want you to take complete control, and I want you to do the sort of, a very brief little sort of, like, intro for the round, and you, you'd say, welcome to this just the second round. Okay. And, you know, do it very professionally and in a radio way that would make everybody feel quite comfortable in what's been a little bit of a loose show so far. Okay. Uh, so I'm setting my timer right now. Um, hopefully. Okay. Can you time me as well? Because I, I don't, I don't have a phone. So yeah, so that will go off after a second um, to let me know that I've uh, gone out of time, which is excellent. Sorry, what, what was that, Gabriel? Uh, nothing. Okay. So would you like to do a little intro? So, for the... so I'll introduce the show, and then who's going to speak? Uh, I guess I'll. You'll go first. I'll go first, and you, you'll listen out for. Deviation or repetition or hesitation. Yes, Excellent. that I will. Excellent. So. And you'll do a very good job, I'm sure. Um, so it's, it's one second, remember. So, hello. Shut, oh, oh, let's do it. Hello, listeners, and welcome to <laughs> Just a Second with me, Robert, and my. And me, Gabriel. Yes, on our panel today, it's me, Robert, again, and Gabriel and Hughes. And me. Yeah, it's Gabriel. Hi, Gabriel. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, uh, our first round and only round today uh, is on Jack Whitehall at large, the comedy show. Uh, speaking for one second, first will be Robert. Take it away, Robert. So, oh, I finished. That was great. There we go. Okay, it's my turn now. I think. No, no, no. We're out. Uh, of, no, have... no, no. We're out of time. And that, and that's oh, just a second. Join us next episode for another edition of Just a Second, where we will introduce our next show, which we don't know what it will be yet. Whatever. Um. Thank you, Gabriel, but you did get my memo that this is a light-hearted comedy uh, show, not a uh, war documentary series. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's given you a uh, bit of an introduction of what we're going to talk about uh, today. Uh, so let's get on with the main body of the show after a brief clip of Jack Whitehall in action. To be fair to Harry, he leaves it just long enough for me to think that my friend is about to be executed by the security services. And then cool as you like goes, well, I'd rather look like Ron Weasley than Shrek. <laughs> oh, what a nice clip, eh, Rob? Yes, yes, that was excellent. Um, that, so, yeah. what did you make of that clip, Gabriel? And any other bits of the show that you want to talk about? What did I make of that clip? Yes. Which clip um, was that, by the way? 
Which clip was that? I I just I always just think of it as the funny comedy clip. Okay. And that's the one where he's telling a funny joke. Yes. My favorite bit is he does a little sort of bit of acting, doesn't he? And he looks a little bit sort of uh <laughs> I don't know, uh <laughs> Ooh, I don't know, I don't can help me out here, Rob, but he looks a little bit <laughs> Uh, is is this the end of the yeah, show yeah. you're talking about? The end of the show. When he, <laughs> when he comes out as a troll. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not the bit where he comes out as because that was incredibly well acted, wasn't it? it was Re- really, that was really good. good. The best slapstick no, comedy performance I have ever seen. Um. What I was alluding to was the sort of the the faking being the sort of camp stuff that he does. Oh, that's his biggest punchline all the time. It's like doing a bit of a camp hip wobble, and like that's the funniest thing that he always does, and he falls back on it constantly, and everybody loves it. But the, and it would sort of be all right if he wasn't also constantly doing sort of like a oh oh. Uh, I don't. Not like that. I'm not like that. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. You be- That's not. Uh, ooh. Uh, uh. No. Don't think about me that way. Ooh. That would be embarrassing. I, are you suggesting uh, yeah. it made you slightly uncomfortable to see a straight man pretend to be camp constantly for an hour whilst constantly reminding the audience that he was a straight man? Yes. Although. We're not going to be that kind of show, I've decided. Oh, are we not? I thought last week's show was good. Yes. But I don't think we can be a show where I go off on one at great length every single week about whatever latest extremely politically iffy thing that the person we, has done. We can't... F- it's like crime... We can't fight crime every week. Even the yes. firefighters have a day off. Um, yes. Uh, uh, this week, you're going to have a week off um, fighting exactly. that Exactly. This week... Yes, and just like crime fighters, I'm going to let the crime run wild. Yes. And speaking of crime running wild, we reviewed Jack Whitehall at large this week, didn't we, Rob? What did you think of the content of the show? Give us a little overview of, like, you know, before we go into the meat of it, what did you think of him? Uh, so, um, there's a strong trend in comedy at the minute of comedians who reference uh, various family members they have in their set or other people they know and talk about how they are funnier than them uh, and that it's such a crying shame to comedy that those people weren't involved in. Mm. Or it it often comes across like the comedian themselves is a desperately unfunny person uh, trying to do something to they, they have a uh that there's so well somebody who's somebody who's whose real skill is being completely sort of shameless and uh unself-aware uh and therefore is has a been able to get as far as they have just on the back of uh sort of single-minded uh uh need for attention mm. when in fact uh, in terms of actually being funny, mostly what they have is stories about other people who are funnier than them yes. doing funnier stuff. There's loads of people who do comedy who talk about their family. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Jack Whitehall is one of the few people who go one step further into including a member of his family uh, in a lot of his stuff. His dad. Um, his dad. His funny dad. Um, He's just a bit old-fashioned, uh, isn't he, old well, well, Jack well, Whitehall's dad? This is what Jack Whitehall's dad has established. He's established that he is a one-trick pony who comes on stage and moans about stuff that's happening now that he doesn't really understand because he's old um so he he does he did a chat show with his dad where jack whitehall would get some guests on uh and say hello guests how are you doing and then the guests would just sort of chat with his dad because despite being a one-trick pony the dad was more interesting and more funny yeah. um more charismatic uh, yeah. I, I, it, it, and then he said other and it's almost as if it's kind of an experiment to it's just to show that an old person moaning about stuff nowadays is just intrinsically more funny than a young person pretending to be camp and talking about slightly risque things on stage um yes uh, so this has been wet- well if i yeah i mean if if i had to do my one line summation of the show it would be that there's nothing inherently wrong with doing comedy about some stuff that everybody else has already done comedy about. Mm. So long as you have anything new to say about that at all. Or any new approaches of telling it. Or, you know, if it's funny at all. Even if it's just funny. Yes. So it takes Jack Whitehall six minutes mm-hmm. before he has to reference his dad. He, I... I... From what I remember, he references his dad a couple of times in the show and directly quotes from him. Um, and I think they got yeah. some of the biggest laughs. His dad's in, isn't he? I feel like they cut to his dad a couple of times. No, no, I don't, I don't think uh, that. I think I was just another old person. Just an old man. I don't know what his dad looks like, I'm going to be honest with you. Anyway, so that there was that. So so the, addressing the elephant in the room, uh, it's not even the best Whitehall at doing comedy. Uh, mm. and you're sort of reminded of that at times of the show and when you are it leaves you a bit sad um, well it's that old MST3K thing of don't reference another better thing in your thing because mm. then people will just think why are we not watching that yes so so that happened um, Jack Whitehall is an incredibly bad storyteller like this yeah. is what I said I, th- I think this Whatever you may have said about Trevor Noah last week. Uh, you said it was good. Well, put against this, Trevor Noah is far more engaging at telling stories and developing them. I think uh, Jack Whitehall, especially at the start, goes through an awful lot of joke ideas without ever really developing any of them, either yeah. narratively or He tells a million lines. little side stories that in and of themselves could have been the skeleton for a really interesting and weird bit of stand-up, mm. but that he tosses away as soon as they cross his mind in search of another easy thing about men and women being different or how crazy fucking his mate Jonty is or whatever the fuck. Yes. Um, cause usually we have to put clips of routines into the show. I think we could put a just to show what we mean, put like a full clip of Jack Whitehall. Uh, I'm just looking, like, for example, Google doesn't pay taxes, uh, which he talks about for about 20 seconds. He has about 20 seconds on Google, which 
most other comedians would have stretched out for about five minutes or so and like developed ideas off it. Um, yeah, j- it's a decent yeah. punchline. It's actually, I, it's weird because obviously one of the real problems with comedy is knowing whether your sort of prejudices and political feelings are getting in the way of your ability to appraise comedy. Because I thought that Google joke was the best written one in the show, but just objectively, I thought it was much subtler than anything else he wrote. Okay. It's just a little, like, actual, well-worded little bit of a sort of... I don't, know, I don't even know what I'd call it, okay. a bit of wordplay. Would you rather put the clip of him talking about KFC being not upper class? Yeah. Because that, that, that struck me as a really good observation. Oh, well, you know, McDonald's uh, is trying to be posh now is uh, an incredibly novel observation to make in 2017. Really mm. um, pushing the boat out with that one. So uh, KFC being not posh is uh, really that was just a spin off of the much, much bigger idea of McDonald's is trying to be posh. Carrot sticks? Mm. I, I just want a friggin' burger, man. Yes. Oh, come to McDonald's for carrot sticks. They probably put friggin' meat hormones in the carrot sticks. Yes. Or it's just cardboard painted to look like carrot sticks, man. Mm. McDonald's trying to do carrot sticks. That's like, oi, oi, McDonald's doing carrot sticks. That's like a airplane trying to be good at being in this friggin' ocean. Yes. You can It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work. Or the it's 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 the health and safety, isn't it? They come in and say, "Oh, McDonald's, you have to do healthy food." Mm. Oh. I just like. I don't want to eat a big dirty burger. Yes. Hey, McDonald's doing carrot sticks, dude. That shit is like fucking a priest trying to do. Uh. Trying to teach friggin' physics. Mm. They don't understand it, do they? They don't like science. Yeah. All the priests, none of them like science. They just refuse to acknowledge it, don't they? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. McDonald's doing carrot sticks nowadays. Have you seen it? This? Rob, what was your thing you were thinking about how McDonald's is trying to do carrot sticks? Uh, It's like something. You were saying you had some sort of great simile. Uh, I I said it was like Jack Whitehall trying to do an hour of comedy, an, a full hour. Well, to be fair, he didn't really try and do that, did he? Like he has, a, he has, well, uh, he has about for a solid sort of twenty minutes in the middle, he gives up and just does a sort of slideshow presentation. Yes, he d- well, yeah, and he, he he comes on with some girls to sort of spice up. Yeah, and, and to That's remind good, the it? audience, that... it's good when he walks out to the microphone. And he's obviously got a headset mic on. Yes, and then he does the whole sort of like yeah. having it go up and down thing, and then he mentions that he has a headset mic on, and then the mic goes. Yeah, away. and it's nice. That was well worth it for that joke, having that all that stuff happen. And it's nice to make the audience aware um, that he isn't gay at the start, and he has to come. Up. Yeah, um, yeah, because <laughs> he, he he wants to make that clear, doesn't he? He's not gay. He's not. Whatever Jack Whitehall is not gay. Where and that's will why you it's... understand, audience? Uh, he's not gay. No. He's not gay. Everybody's saying Jack Whitehall's gay. He's not gay. He's straight. Yes. This man is a pussy fiend, Rob. Yes. 
He's not a gay man. No. What? Which is it's Why so is funny people... when he pretends to suck cock because we we're safe that we know he's not gay. Yes, you said you weren't going to talk about it this week, Gabriel, but. <laughs> I didn't talk about it. Okay. You brought it up. You ju- you just wanted to clarify. Um I I think I think it's a shame there weren't more girls. Uh, but or <laughs> <laughs> just to drag it out for <laughs> the problem is It would have been so much better, wouldn't it, that show? Yeah, maybe they could have given have one of so the girls a microphone, you know. It sh- no, it should have just been a 45-minute long extravaganza of just dancing showgirls with sequined <laughs> unitards Jack- and Jack big flowery headdresses. Jack Whitehall stood there with his radio mic turned <laughs> off and the, but the pop-up microphone is always at the wrong height and it just always... <laughs> <laughs> He's there in a big, big green fat suit looking like Shrek <laughs> with a big green hat on that looks like a big ugly face and there's just a microphone in front of him going up and down and he's chasing it and slobbering like an idiot while it goes up and down up and down for 45 minutes until he's completely exhausted and depressed and the entire time there's just spangly lights and beautiful showgirls dancing and twirling around him until he ends up collapsed, shaking on the floor in a pile of his own drool. And the little mic keeps moving and moving. And then at the end, his dad then... comes on to drag him off. <laughs> By the legs, yeah. <laughs> and that's your show. And we could have had that show, but unfortunately he spent so much money on this swooping camera. 15 minutes in, after watching this normal show... The, mm. it, it suddenly cuts to a camera that if you imagine Jack Whitehall's on the stage and he's looking out at 6 o'clock so 12 o'clock is behind him 6 o'clock is where he's looking out at the audience so this camera comes in about 8 o'clock circles around mm. anti-clockwise kind of zooming in until it gets to about 11 o'clock behind his head if that mm. makes sense and it's extremely weird. And it does Everything this about way- six times, I think I counted throughout the show, uh, when he's just sort of talking for a bit and nothing's really happening. Although that could have happened really at any point during the hour. And it yeah. just... the and, and All the time, you just completely zone out of anything that Jack Whitehall is saying. And you yes, just focus it is weird, isn't it? On the it's weirdly difficult the to pay attention. It's weirdly difficult to pay attention when there's this crane camera that is clearly it's operated on some sort of arm or something and it's going around him in 360 degrees very very close in really high definition and all you can see is his sweating face from every possible angle you can see and it does more than one rotation sometimes and you, you're you just sort of zoning out completely it's this very strange hypnotic it's effect it's like I've seen the back of his head once yeah. do I need to see it again? you do but it's almost like Jack Whitehall had a... What was his... Chad, was it, who's in charge of him? He talks about yeah. Chad a bit. It's almost he like... complains about I Chad. I don't know if this was Chad's idea or Jack Whitehall's idea. But someone's going like, right, I look good from the front, but I look a bit... Cam- mm. I look even better from behind. So we've got to make sure we have as many shots of just behind me as possible. Because it'll make... Well, this is... You know... For a guy who comes on and complains about his terrible representation that he used to have, who what whose idea was that whole? The entire show is really weirdly shot and edited. Mm. It's really weirdly shot and edited. The the I mean, 
there's a lot of every shot to the audience is really weirdly timed and yes. most of the time they look like they're not that happy or they're not doing anything or the mm. audio is desynced from what you see them doing or saying yes a lot of the time the the, the camera seems to be right up in the face of the audience member that it cuts to like when he says there's a dad pointing at his son and it seems like somebody slithered right up to them and gone right up in their face with the camera Yes. And then the, the extremely weird 360 degree circular shots around him. And then also the fact that, like, there are these constant bits where there's a cutaway shot to cover a really obvious hard edit at the end of him saying something. And they don't even try and mask the laughter so that it matches up. It's mm. it's so weirdly done. I don't understand why it's... I mean, I don't know what happened. at that. Maybe there was a fire or something. But everything about that show, it seems like they're desperately trying to mask up something that went horribly wrong. I think part of it might have been that maybe he didn't get the audience reaction he was hoping for. Or maybe there was just a lot of flab in the show. It's it's weird because he, he strikes me as somebody who probably quite likes doing audience participation. Or like not even, not if, if not audience participation, sort of off the cuff stuff. Because there's a lot of weird bits in the show that are very clearly written down to appear to be off the cuff. Mm. Um, and I think basically it's impossible to do like a sort of pretty loose conversational stand-up bit in a big, you know, 2,000, 500 person, 3,000 person Netflix screening. Like that whole bit about his friend Gabe, like that was clearly Which was, it was you, wasn't it? Yes, that was me. Yes. Okay. Uh, that that so that was very upsetting when he outed me. Yes. As being the guy. Yes. Uh, who? What was it? Oh my god! Yes. So that's the other thing I was going to say. Similar to our last guy, we got treated to a fabulous anecdote of sort of uh, just how fucking great and cool famous people are. Man. Oh, don't! don't you're guys... stealing my point, Gabriel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, you. Go d- ahead. you d- no, 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 no! Please, please. Oh, I was going to say, what do you feel about? So, so he sort of because obviously Jack Whitehall is uh, educated in public in posh school. Um, yes, right, clearly. Yes, uh, and and he's aware of this to an extent. So he constantly, well, he makes a couple of references during his mutine about the fact that his mute his material isn't relatable because he grew up in incredibly yes. posh upbringings and then has lived so a celebrity okay. lifestyle. Um, yes. As soon as he was out of being a sort of like public school stag do fucking, oh, let's all wank off on this biscuit cunt, he became very, very famous and became a completely different kind of cunt. Yeah. As, uh, so, so if you think sort of Bo Burnham might have overdone that kind of self-reflexive analysis. Uh, oh, of, oh my God. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Jack Whitehall is the other end of the spectrum. He just sort of says, oh, you, I... I think I think I might be losing some of you here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a nice relatable bit that you can all relate to about aeroplanes because obviously all the people in the whole world he he can't fathom all... he can't fathom yeah. that someone in his audience can't afford an aeroplane. That just doesn't register yeah. for him. Here's what I'll do. I'll bring things back to earth when I tell the story of my fucking public school boy lad mate Gabe embarrassing me in front of prince harry yes yes uh which oh my god you know i just want to say now that we are on itunes and we're a bit more legitimate uh and we might have the chance to get listened to by people who aren't our friends and family i just like to personally say now that i uh honestly swear and promise to kill every member of the royal family oh dear 
Hey guys! Have you ever wondered whether you could, uh, be... have more... better stuff? Just go on the internet and get our new offer code. It's for 40% at www.thecode.net. See you later. So yes, yeah, so he meets Prince Harry, doesn't he? And his always oh, embarrassing friend Gabe. Yes. Oh, that bloody guy. Imagine having an embarrassing friend called Gabe. <laughs> he says, you know, uh, Prince Harry kind of comes for Gabe. He says, ah, oh, Gabe, yeah. is Gabe your bodyguard? Obviously, Jack Whitehall uh, wouldn't come for Gabe because he's incredibly straight. Anyway, carry he's on. He's straight. Yeah. yeah and yeah. him and Gabe, despite him having been like a uni friend, him and Gabe probably have never come in front of each other. No. I'm sure the uni that Jack Whitehall goes to and the sort of people Jack Whitehall hangs out with, he's definitely not come with Gabe at any point. Mm. That's a guarantee from me. That's a promise. I'm yeah. sure Jack Whitehall has never seen Gabe's come. Gabe has never seen Jack Whitehall's come. Yes. Never the twain shall meet. Um, so, yeah, Jack Whitehall and Gabe. And, then, and Prince Harry says, oh, is he your bodyguard? And then, you know, uh, Gabe says, oh... Fuck off, Ron Weasley. Yes. And obviously the audience goes, ha ha, but some of them are like, oh, you know, how could you say that to a member of the royal family? I'll fucking kill those people. But anyway, yes. everyone's like, oh my God. But then, obviously it would be terrible to end the story like that, because what if we, some comedian told a story about Prince Harry where Prince Harry didn't come out the winner? Yes. So obviously to save the nation from that grievous injury... Mm. Um, Jack Whitehall puts at the end that, oh, well, he gives as good as he gets, doesn't he, old Prince Harry? And he says, oh, all right, Shrek. Mm. And can I just say that that as a joke is is shit. We don't know what Gabe looks like. I mean, you know what I look like, but, you know, the audience doesn't know what Gabe looks like. Mm. So, to say, for the big punchline of this long story... To be that somebody said he looks like Shrek. It's like going up on what? stage and going like, oh man, my mate. You know, you don't know him. You don't know him. But like, oh, he's really tight with money. He's really tight with money. I mean, you, you sh it's crazy. Like, if you saw him, you'd be like, you'd really notice that. But like, I, you know, I, you, you don't know him, obviously, but he's really tight with money. And like, my other mate, and he's really funny. He goes, uh, he's like, oh, all right, Scrooge. Mm. Now, if you did do that, you'd be treated with... Uh, a, a healthy mixture of apathy and hostility, as but, you should but be. But I mean, he did make it quite clear in the show that Gabe was green and did live in a swamp. <laughs> yes. Green, Scottish, and lives in a swamp. Well, that's yeah. true. I, I do live in the swamp. Yes. <laughs> and I, I want people to get off my... What did I say? What did I always say? Get, get off my land. Yes. Or whatever. Said with as much Scottish conviction as Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So. So, Scottish Shrek. Funny story, Shrek Shrek. Scottish Shrek. Yes. Hey guys, so I've always, I always use products. I've always been using products, and I love them. Hey, have you, uh, is your life hard? Have you ever wondered about your life? So get the order now. Dot com. 
because so, this is what Jack Whitehall does when he can't tell stories. Uh, to drag them out, he does a lot of vamping, doesn't he, for the mm, story? Like yes. you'll oh never guess what the punchline's going to be to this. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ, it's so exhausting. Yeah, it's so exhausting. It's like listening to a man doing BuzzFeed articles on his own material as he's going along. <laughs> it is like that. It's amazing. It's like he's convinced that if he can sell that he's really excited about this joke enough, people will go along with it, whether it's actually good content or not. Yes. Um, he does so many faces, doesn't he? So many faces as he's saying everything. Like, oh, you know, oh, just like the faces about how, you know, he's really, it's like being led by the hand as a child through a story that you don't really understand, but the person who's reading it to you is trying to make it very clear how you should feel about all of the developments in that story. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And then the big dragon swooped down. <gasps> but all the villagers were safe. Phew. Yes. Uh, That's what it's like. And then the charming prince turned to Gabe and said, you look like Shrek. And Shrek. everybody laughed because it was a funny comment. And For he looked like seconds. Shrek. And he did. And he didst looks like Shrek. Like as unto Shrek. Yes. And he and I are definitely not gay. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, for me, I think this is something I wanted to say um, quickly. Uh, for people out there who might be interested in learning a bit of the basic comedy chops, they might have seen some comedy. Uh, they might have seen this comedy. Uh, hopefully you didn't mm. find it funny because it was terrible. Um, it was bad. Um, but you might be interested in learning some of the... Uh, and especially if you did find it funny, uh, please learn the basic things that Jack Whitehall did. Because it's really basic. Like, what? Yeah. what is... It's a great beginner's guide. Why isn't does it, Jack show? Whitehall... Like, apart from just being sort of a bit young, but he's not young... Like... The material is so much like stuff you just expect to see in a club. The yeah, way it it's really constructed. Is, but, and uh, yeah. I mean, maybe with slightly less sort of vamp. Maybe he sort of sells it slightly better. But the way that uh, so many of his jokes are constructed, they're incredibly generic. Um, it, it is, it's, it's also very old-fashioned in the way it plays with, like, truth and stuff. Mm. Like... The, the amount of things that are obviously or probably not true that he tries to sell as being real or true, the the extent to which he tries to maintain a fourth wall is genuinely quite weird amongst comedians of his age. Like, the, I guess he did the microphone thing at the beginning, which was a bit of a sort of fourth wall break and a bit of a, you know, knowing thing. But there's so many things that he does that are obviously sort of constructed or contrived techniques that he tries to sort of genuinely hide from the audience are his intention, which I think is... It's a very weirdly old-fashioned way of approaching comedy. A lot about, you know, you, you get stuck there getting bogged down wondering how much of it is real, which you don't normally do with comedy because normally they're very happy to sort of lampshade that half of the stuff they say is made up, which he didn't do, which was quite weird mm. for me. There was a lot of stuff about it that I thought was, yeah, you're right, it is old-fashioned. So I... All this stuff, like the Muslim wedding story and stuff. And all this stuff about, like, lads' holidays. It was just, it was it was bizarre. Uh, Maybe his dad has been writing his comedy. No, uh, in terms of 
uh, there's two bits like you can see the cogs turning in how these materials are going to play out but in terms of understanding some of the basic uh tricks to doing comedy they're quite good yeah. routines to dissect uh so there's one let's go into them so there's one where he talks about um there's one with the three-way joke there's so he's got uh, oh, a yeah, girl yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah. his friend mr monkford or something uh Yes. Was that his name? It's a classic double pullback and reveal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it is Monkford, well this right. is what I'm going to say. So the thing is, you get your joke, you put it in a kind of awkward premise, gonna, there's going to be a threesome, it's a bit sort of risky. Uh, he's put in the fact that one of the other people is a man, so it's a bit gay, but, you know, man gay, so that's awkward. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then what you do, uh, first thing you put in is you put a twist, because he asks somebody to step outside, but the person he steps aside is the girl. So that's the twist. It's the girl. The... It's Maria. Yes. The Italian exchange student, which was a level of detail I thought was weird to include in the story. But anyway, go yes. on. And then on top of that, you put in the pullback and reveal. Now, pullback and reveal, typical comedy trick. You use it in uh, visual comedy. For example, you have a person. Uh, it's awkward because they're doing a seminar about um, uh, how how babies are made and sort of yeah. Uh, yeah and safe sex and stuff and then it zooms out and it turns out the seminar is full of grannies and it's hilarious because obviously you yeah. didn't expect it to be full of grannies like but that, that but, but that that at least it had the general essence of the idea of the pullback and reveal you reveal extra information that was previously yes. unknown so you put the twist in the story He's asked the girl to step aside, pull back and reveal the man he's now with is actually his teacher. It's his teacher. Yes. Um, so, so there's a pedo aspect to so, it. But that's how you write the joke. There's another one which uses exactly the same uh, construction. Uh, the Chad story about asking him to be in the Nelson Mandela film. Uh, so mm. you put the twist in that he loses the part to Idris Elba. So that's the yeah. twist pull back and reveal um, that the part was for Nelson Mandela. I've ruined the punchline. You should listen to Jack Whitehall do it. Part was for Nelson Mandela. Yeah. That's, I think that's a weird joke, though, because the joke that he lost the part to Idris Elba is less f- funny, or it's less funny after the pull back and reveal that it was the Nelson Mandela part, because at the point of the Idris Elba bit, it's a believable story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a very funny miscasting of him if it's a part that Idris Elba could have gotten. Mm. But then the idea that he could be cast as Nelson Mandela, Mandela is obviously stupid and impossible, so it loses the funny bit of it there. Mm. I think that that was one joke too far in that story, but then one joke fewer than that and it wouldn't have been funny. Yes. And also you wouldn't have gotten to hear Jack Whitehall's very funny Nelson Mandela impression. <laughs> Yes, was that more or less offensive than Trevor Noah's impressions <laughs> last week? Well, no, because he did the very important thing of immediately saying that he shouldn't have done that, which is uh, it's how comedy works, baby. Yes, good. Um, Should we get to ratings? Uh, oh, there, there's a few a few things I've seen as I've scanned through my notes. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, this is the thing that really annoys me about comedy is when you say you say a joke and i spend the next bit trying to work out the reasons why because mm-hmm. uh, the and the reasons are just so obvious uh so he mm-hmm. does this right at the start um 
about the societal divide between the UK and the US. And then the example of oh, this yeah. is the difference in alcohol tolerance. Alcohol consumption, uh, yeah. About how... Uh, so he goes on about how in the UK... Uh, the US, you're considered an alcoholic, if, uh, whatever. You have four glasses of wine with lunch. the routine like if you want. Um, and I'm just sitting there thinking, well, there's obvious reasons for this. Like the fact that in America, they don't drink till they're 21. And it costs a fortune to drink over that and stuff. And it's just sort of like, there's just so many obvious reasons as to why this has happened. That mm-hmm. I'm not focusing on your routine. So, and that really annoys me when that happens in yeah. comedy. Um Oh, what else? Well, it's it's a classic case of a comedian that we watch uh, just having basically a slightly less than functional understanding of the things that he's talking about. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. What did you make of Jack Whitehall fighting the system uh, by stealing stuff from hotel rooms? Oh, I didn't care. You didn't care? Okay. At all. Because this... I found it to be very dumb. More than once... I was looking at my phone oh, okay. at that point, I think. <laughs> more than once in the show, he uh, talks about stealing things from hotel rooms. Uh, the the millionaire Jack Whitehall. Uh, and these are meant to, this is meant to be funny. Um, or just... I thought... I'll tell you what wasn't funny about millionaire Jack Whitehall was complaining about how annoying it was for him to have to deal with Disney Hotel employees who are forced to stay in character as Goofy or Mickey Mouse all day. How annoying that is for him, Jack Whitehall. Yes. So you have to... There's not there's no mention at all during that routine of what it must like to be those people. It's just oh mate, it was so annoying. Like how could you have that little self-awareness that you could do that bit? Mm. Without stopping to think about what it might sound like to people who perhaps are less of a Jack Whitehall type and more of a minimum wage employee dressed as Mickey Mouse type. It's it's like being a um, Wall a Wall Street banker having a go at cleaners getting in the way. Well, it's wor- it's worse than that because they don't even get in the way; they just no exist. It is extremely bad. Yeah. You know, that's actually... Also, I the worst part... You know, as a comedy reviewer, the worst part is that it's fertile... You know, if it is genuinely true that hotel workers in Disney hotels have to stay in character as Mickey Mouse or Goofy all day, it's ground... It's very fertile ground for good comedy. Unless mm. you come at it specifically from the angle of how it annoyed you. In which case, there's not that much to be said about it. Other than, oh, I had to ask Mickey Mouse to turn on the porno channel. Which, you know, is obviously very, very funny. But not really that you know taking that premise to its uh, full potential. I would say. So how would you have developed? How would could that have material have been developed better? We just better? don't have time to get into it, man. Please do, Gabriel. We don't. We, the people need to learn. I've been recording for an hour and a half. Well, you can cut the rest of it out. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, you would go so. So you would say, you know, so uh, I was greeted by Goofy. Uh, and mm-hmm. then you know I couldn't stop thinking about the inner life of the man behind the Goofy, because I'm I'm exactly. not a fucking child. Yeah. I know that there's a guy in there, and as much magical and whimsy it would be if I was a kid, for me it was deeply upsetting. Um, mm. Imagine what you do: you wake up in the morning, you kiss your wife goodbye, and you put on your gigantic floppy green hat and you step out into the sunlight. Yes. And, and you the know... pressure, the <laughs> pressure, because every time pe- the kids see you, that's yeah, you are there. That, imagine that if, they dream you know, to see you. Um, imagine if you can only get off with people who want to be fucked by Goofy. Mm. Imagine if you come home to your wife at night and you've spent all day being Goofy 
yeah you start to and get she, intimate and she's like do the voice baby yes she, suddenly, no, you, she's like do the role play yeah exactly can you do the voice for me please <laughs> and you're like I've oh t- babe no. I've been at work all day 12 hours and she's like there's only one reason that I love you <laughs> and you know it and you're like gorsh okay so what do you rate so do you... what do you rate Jack Whitehall at large Rob um I just bad I don't, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Bad. How, how, just bad. Just not... It was bad, wasn't it? Not lot. Yeah. It was bad. As little as possible. Um, just... So I give it let... bad out of good. Okay. What do you give it? Bad? Out of bad? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's the show. Yes. Bye. Comedy review. Comedy for you. Oh, I didn't know we did jingles. No, I don't know. I thought I'd do something. Okay. I've ended the show in a different way each week. Maybe I should come up with a proper one. Yes. I said review only once there, so that's not going to make it in. Mm. Maybe we'll just end the show like this. So Prince Harry walks over. He's like, huh, Mr. Whitehall, is this your bodyguard? I was like, oh, that's so funny. Yes, because he's very tall. Oh, you're so amusing. <laughs> Do you know what his response was to getting called a bodyguard by the fifth in line to the throne? He went, oi, oi, fuck off, Ron Weasley. <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! To be fair to Harry, he leaves it just long enough for me to think that my friend is about to be executed by the security services. And then cool as you like goes, well, I'd rather look like Ron Weasley than Shrek. Hey guys, it's me, Gabriel. I always, uh, was wondering, how do I get a hold of my life? It's, it's so hard to get a hold of my life. Well, get the Order Now, uh, product, and you will get it with the code, and it, it will be toys for adults and, uh, little posters. So, um, you can get that now